It's a Kicks Morning Show. JP, Coriel, Husker Nick, good morning. Welcome to Thursday, January 5th, and we are full strength. Full strength. All right. Giggity, uh, giggity. Yes, Coriel is back from her long holiday hiatus. Yeah. Good morning. That's what I'm telling you, you got to book end weekends, specifically holiday weekends, because I really didn't take that much no, time you off. Didn't. I think I only burned four days when I. I mean, it, all in all, you I only lost like eight days. or nine, but <laughs> mm. but still, you know, because there's already like a couple Monday days built, built in. in there. Yeah, that Saturday and, and Saturday, Saturday, and then having Monday being an observed holiday, that like that's a golden. It's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. If you can get around it, you should do it. Highly there you go. We got another opportunity coming up. Oh, that's right. For a uh, lot of people, for a lot of folks. MLK Day, right? Yeah. Oh up. yes. Yeah. We should. Yeah, we. Uh, wow, yeah, in this that's building, right. Because that's just that. around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Coming up here pretty quick. Wow. So, yeah, we'll have that one coming up here soon. So, whoever wants to grab dibs on that. <laughs> oh, baby. Not I'm, just I, I'm just kidding. I was just gone. Uh, good morning. How are you feeling? You feeling good? I am. You're rebooted and ready to go? Yeah. It was, a little, it was a little bit tough getting up this morning, but it wasn't terrible. Okay. Did you have a good Christmas and holiday and all that stuff? Like, I, you got, uh, got everything you needed, got everything done you needed to everything do? Everything I could possibly want, yeah. Nice. Jackson, my good. boyfriend, did a pretty good job. Um, well, yeah, he did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound completely like it was. No, he just waited until the very last minute. It drives me nuts, but I've almost always been like that, so I get it. Oh, okay. You wait know, I'm not mad. To get the gifts but he stuff. did wait um, to the very, very last minute, so it put a little added stress on me just to, like, because then I felt like I needed to, like, wrap things and package things yeah. from him for people. So that he'd have more oh. time to like do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just the busy body and yeah. Put I need to put out every fire in me. So, That's, but it was okay. cool. Apparently, he went into Ulta, which is a beauty supply store for yes. those of you that don't know. But mm-hmm. he went in to get me a specific makeup palette. I've never even asked for one or even considered buying one, but I really wanted one. Yeah. Um. So he went in there and then did he, he nail it. He did, but he also got <laughs> duped because then he um. Because then he also bought me this little like contour um, case that I really like. I had said that I wanted before too, and then he saw all these people grabbing a specific brand of mascara up at the front counter, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and he like I guess was looking around like, oh, am I missing the boat here? <laughs> so then he grabbed it, and some woman in the line looks at him and smiles, and she's like, good choice. He goes, yeah. She's like, yeah, good choice. But he uh, doesn't understand how expensive makeup is, so when they totaled it up, he was like. He He's thought like, they were joking. Me, what now? He was like, <laughs> yeah, that stuff is uh, that yeah. stuff is expensive. He said, uh, "I got yeah. just these three things," and she was like, "Yeah." Did plus I? Plus you one? go, plus you go in there, and they like it's like um, sharks smelling blood <laughs> in the water. Uh-huh. If you're a male, yeah, I was gonna say, I think just for men, I think for women, yes, they pretty much no, just look at you like, all right, you know what the deal is? Like, I'm here yes. for your support. I've done but the same thing as Jackson. In, yeah, yeah. One time I went in and then I left and I was like, what just happened to me? Yeah. I like I kind you. of felt violated a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. The, uh, That's funny. Like it was like, holy cow, they just took advantage of me. <laughs> That's the way it goes sometimes. That's awesome. All it's right. like, really it's like you know how some women will be like, yeah, I went to the mechanic and they like charged me up all this stuff that yeah. I didn't know what it was. That's yeah. me every time thing. I, or I used to because now I go to Sid Dillon because they have Hyundai there and I know a few yeah. people, and it's nice because uh, they're nicer when they know you. Oh yeah! But before that, anywhere I'd go, I'd go. My what needs more what? My what needs replacing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'm just the easiest. God, I'm You're the an easy easiest target. target. Yeah, I'm a little smarter, a little wiser now. So now they. But I used to just stare and headlight, be like, "Oh my god." So okay. Jackson, next time he goes into Ulta, they have a photo of him at the front desk. They know exactly. <laughs> they're like, go "Please after. approach this man cautiously." Don't raise your voice. Don't scare him <laughs> off. Please lead him. And he will spend a lot of money yeah. if you do it the right he way. He will do it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad to have you back. Let's get going with the show. Yeah. Next. Go. Next with the J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick Show. On the way, Dana Redouble coming up at 720. We'll have a conversation with Coriel, not only about our would you rather from yesterday, but also about the New Year's Eve incident. 
Uh, you're not going to want to miss that. Plus, yeah. new music from Old Dominion and more <laughs> oh coming up God. this morning. Zach Bryan honored to be on Yellowstone, the TV show. Blake Shelton and the music behind Barmageddon, who Carly Pierce is so excited to do the beach life with, plus new music. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty gritty from Music City on Kix 96.9. If you've been enjoying Zach Bryan's music on Yellowstone, well, so has he. He's especially proud of being on the show's mid-season finale uh, called A Knife and No Coin. Here's what he tweeted about it on Tuesday. Quote, my favorite Yellowstone scene was, uh, or with my song in it by far, what it was intended for, American Cowboys. Thank you at Yellowstone once again. And of course, um, was it the episode before that or two episodes before that? He was... Two episodes before that. Two episodes. I think. Mm-hmm. When he was a part of the county fair or whatever. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So Blake Shelton is the voice behind USA Network's new show, Barmageddon, theme song. But it turns out that he's not the brains behind it. In case you haven't heard it, here it is. Barmageddon, you never know just what you're getting. But when there's a draw, it's going to be a show. Shelton shared with um, a news outlet that he originally reached out to Jimmy Buffett to see if he could use Margaritaville for his show. But Buffett liked the name Barmageddon so much he wanted to make a brand new song based on the title. I wrote back, I said, quote, tell Jimmy to write a song for the show. I'll record it, Shelton revealed. Quote, I committed to recording this song before I ever heard it. I figured Jimmy Buffett can pull this off. If anybody in the world can, it's got to be Jimmy Buffett. Absolutely. Yes, Barmageddon is that new reality competition show produced by Blake and Carson Daly and hosted by Nikki Bella. The show has Daly as the bartender and Shelton leading the bar's house band each episode. The show is filmed at Blake Shelton's Old Red Nashville Bar, named ever his hit song Old Red, of course. So that's uh, one way to make sure your bar stays in business, Absolutely. I suppose. Make sure yeah. you put it as the epicenter of a competition show. Yeah. Makes sense. There you go. What an entrepreneur. Carly <laughs> Pierce is doing pretty well with her single, What He Didn't Do, sitting in the top 15 on the charts. But she's excited for a bit of fun in her life. A trip to Mexico. I've been telling Luke for years, I want to go to crash my play. And so he told me, all right, you're going to go. I promise. I promise. Luke is one of the craziest, funniest people I've ever met in my life. So I can only imagine what you do when you get Luke down with tons of tequila and a beach. So I can't wait. She's not wrong. I'm sure that is quite the experience. Oh, yeah. I bet and sight to see. The event kicks off at Riviera Maya, Mexico, uh, January 19th. Runs for three whole days. Carly Pierce is joined by Cole Swindell, Brian Kelly, uh, Chris Stapleton, and many more. So that's going to be awesome. We've got a new song now from Old Dominion. It's called Memory Lane. It was written by Ramsey and bandmates Trevor Rosen and Brad Tercy with Grammy-nominated songwriter Jesse Joe Dillon. Ramsey says, quote, sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed or missing someone or maybe just a little nostalgic, There are places in my mind I can go that are full of memories of simpler times. This is Memory Lane, Old Dominion, with the Nitty Gritty from Music City. I'm Coriel with Kix 96.9. If I could buy a house on Memory Lane, I'd put my money down and sign my name on that little corner lot where it don't ever rain. We stay good as new. Like a fresh corner paint, you'd be mine in the shine of the front porch light. Yeah, I might as well live there, baby. That's where I spend most of my time. Thinking about those sunsets that bled into jean jacket nights, those tangled up mornings lost. 
minute. That's called Memory Lane. Getting it first with the Diddy Gritty for Music City, powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. Grab the new music now on our Now Playing button at KZKX.com. Country mornings are the best. P. Corey Ellen Husker Nick. Mornings. Yeah. In the morning. When you wake up. On Kicks 96.9. Tell us what's good in your world. You can reach out Facebook or Twitter, KX969, or Instagram, too. Just direct message us with the title, Good Things, and we'll get your good thing. Like Joy wanted to let us know about the Capital City Horse and Pony Club. Okay. A nonprofit organization that provides affordable place to compete and for any skill level of writer. And 4-H is also important to them. Uh, they're having a fundraiser soup supper Sunday, January a 8th. soup supper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the Garland Legion uh, at from 4 to 8. So if you'd like Soup desserts. Love me some soup. Come out and check that out. That is one good thing you can do this weekend. What do you got uh, for your good thing today, Coriel? Well, the city of Lincoln's flag isn't even a year old yet, but online voters say it is the best one in North America. <laughs> so Brian Stokel, the organizer of the North American City Flags Tournament, add that to your list of things that you probably didn't know existed, right. said, quote, it's not like any other flag even across the world. The flag competed in the finals of the North American City Flags Tournament against Columbia's South Carolina's flag. That was on Saturday. Uh, we now know that it has won the most votes. So That's by awesome. uh, just a little over half, it was like 55% of the votes. Ed <laughs> uh, Mejia, I believe is how you pronounce his last name, designed the flag with the thought of all roads lead to Lincoln in mind because it has this kind of like Art Deco feel. You've probably seen it. Hopefully by now it's like teal and gold and stuff. But Ed uh, Mejia is the art director at Nelnet, designed the new flag. Um, It was chosen from the four finalists as part of the contest sponsored by the American Marketing Association and Lincoln Young Professionals like about uh, just a hair over a year ago. It replaced the old city flag which had been around for 90 years. So not even a year old yet and it's just so good. They had to recognize it for all of North America. Nice. Yeah, that's a pretty cool thing to be able to say. That's a big deal. Good job, Ed. Oscar Nick, you're a good thing. All right, my good thing, um, <clears throat> there's going to be a lot of people this next year that decide, hey, I'm going to go run a marathon because it's something I'm going to do to, you know, help myself. It's, it's a goal I have, you know, those kind of things. And running a marathon is a big deal, right? I mean, we're talking, what, 26.2 miles? That's crazy. Well, there's a guy named Gary McKee who lives in England. Gary decided he was going to raise money uh, for cancer treatment to help people with cancer treatment and then also to pay for hospice care uh, for um, people in his community. In one year, he ran 365 marathons. That's 9,500 miles. That's back and forth across the United States three times. 365 marathons in one year, so that's one a day? Every day. He ran one. And he didn't miss a single day at work as... I don't know. He worked at a nuclear site in, in what? England. Yeah, he's a nuclear engineer. It's because he's so. bionic from being <laughs> around all that. He like, he like glows in the dark as he runs. Yes, he's That way he knows where he's at all times. Oh, it's yeah, funny. he went through 20 pair of running shoes. Um, oh you know, he just God. said like, hey, I just wanted to do this because, you know, it's it's something that I can do to help people. It's I can get out and run and, and raise awareness, help raise money and all these things. And um, th- it's funny, too, because his last run there on New Year's Eve, uh, he ran it and then waiting for him at the finish line, uh, they decided to make a beer for him. And it was called Marathon Man. And it had a picture of wow. him on it. And a local brewery made a made a beer for him. That's okay, so, so what's awesome. so wild about that, too, if you think about it is, I mean, chances are there are not marathons happening in no, he his just town, did a lot of them by in himself. his state, yeah. or yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. he would have to like, even if he wanted to be a part of a marathon that was even quote unquote nearby, he's still probably, you know, eating the cost of travel expenses and staying and all that stuff. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got to uh, go far and wide to be a part of like actual marathons looks, that much. I don't. It doesn't say how old he is, but if I were to guess, I would guess that he's in his upper fifties, somewhere in that okay. neighborhood. So wow. he's just a beast, man. Marathon awesome. man. Get it, man. 
I have two good things. First, uh, last year marked 100 years since Con Paulo's grandfather started their family auto dealership in Idaho. Uh, and to celebrate the my- milestone, they're celebrating by performing 100 Acts of Kindness. They started out with a $100,000 donation to the Boys and Girls Club and many other oh smaller gosh. donations to various groups. And then they also helped provide a new handicap-accessible vehicle to a local family with a disabled adult child. Like wow. 100 Acts of Kindness to celebrate 100 years of their family's auto dealership is a great idea. That is a wonderful idea. And my other good thing is it's Caitlin's birthday today. So shout out Caitlin for a happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. And that's your lady? Yes. Yes. Just so people who don't know who Caitlin is. (laughs) Thank you, yeah. Yeah, That's his lady. Happy birthday. She's your lady. There you go. (laughs) That's some good things to start your day. You're waking up with GP, Corey Allen, Husker Nick. Wake up in the morning. So yesterday was the first Would You Rather Wednesday of the year, and Coriel was not here. Yeah, so so you guys took the reins in, or yeah, no, I I felt like we had to still do. You had to honor it because we all agreed that we can go on with this in 2023. So was it like how dumb was it? (laughs) So. Just to reset, this is... In true honor, it'd have to be something very stupid. This is us talking about... What to do. What to do with this. Can I ask a question yeah, of you but, real quick? Yeah. I don't mean to no, interrupt you, but I'm sure there's people wondering this, and I'm going to ask the question out loud. Okay. So since you're doing the make it, or the, the what is it, the... Would what, you rather what, Wednesday? What is, would you rather Wednesday? Yeah. Since you're doing Coriel's segment for her. Yes. Do you... Do this based off of like how you would pick one of these, or do you try to stay true to the craziness that happens between the ears of Coriel Thomas, and you try to make like a zany thing that doesn't make sense and it kind of hurts to even think about like what she would do? How do you? How did you I come up with? Literally yours? had an argument with myself yesterday about that exact thing. Oh, oh, yeah, because that's I, to me, it's like yeah, you got to figure that out. Do I continue to go with the ridiculous crap she says, or do I actually give people a, a legitimate question oh, that man. they might have a conversation about? Yeah, no, I because honestly, what she says makes zero sense <laughs> most of the time, and a lot of times it's a question that we have to then fix because it's just just oh. doesn't make like she must put about eight seconds of thought into this. Yeah. And that's how she comes up with this. <laughs> that's the only thing I can come up And I'm glad we're doing it for a whole new year because it's fun to point that out every time. Yeah, it is. You so. know me so well. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what the... That's uh, what it is. That that's how we're so doing it. <laughs> well put. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Good so, job, but guys. Then he, but then he comes out with... This question. Yeah, Tell I'm her the question. It right now. It it's ridiculously good. good. It's good. It makes no sense. I don't know where you got that question, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's would you rather detect every lie you hear or get away with every lie you tell? Mm. Yeah, that's a tough one. What's your initial thought there? We talked it out yesterday, and I yeah. actually flip flopped. You know what? I feel like I'm already pretty good at detecting the lies that I hear. I'm, okay, I'm I said the same thing. That. So you want to be able to get away with? Every I'll get lie. a lie with. I'll get away with every lie I tell. You can lie all the time, then. Yeah. When I was she little, I've does. said this before. Ah. When I was when I was little, maybe I also just it was like, you know the whole young kid like naivete. But I was a very good liar, a little a little sociopath. I'm not kidding. I was so easy. It was so easy for me. It was fun for me. I liked to lie. It was to tell fun. Stories. I was yeah. like, yeah, my aunt lives in the Bahamas, and she has a plane, and I just, and it was just so outrageous. Obviously, wow. not true, but I could just I could tell you like the color of the plane. I could come up with some crazy story about one time they tried to land it, and there was a stick in the way or something stupid. I just was so good at it. Now my brain buffer. I think I have a really good tell. My brain just buffers, and my eyes dart, and I'm like, uh, yes, I did. The dishes. I can't do it. No, you can't do it. I can't do it. I used all of my good lying skills when I was like... When you were a child. Seven. As a a counter to that, I said that I didn't... At first, I thought it was detect lies, but then I realized, like, I don't want to know when my wife is lying to me. Yeah, some lies I also don't know that I I don't. I don't. Yeah, like, if I'm like, hey, how do I look in this outfit? And she's like, oh, you look so sexy. And then all of a sudden, I hear in the back of my head her voice going, you look like an idiot. I'm like, no, that's not what I want to hear. Vomit sounds. (laughs) Yeah, like, hey, I've been working out a ton. Can you tell? Yep. 
nope. She's like, absolutely not. Yeah, and then in your head you hear nope, and you're like, Aww. no. So I just think it would be a curse to be able to tell when people are just lying yeah. to you all the time. GP, did you go with the first one, detect every lie you hear? Yeah, I think that would be good to be able to sort out. And yeah. that was a majority of everyone on Facebook and Twitter who participated mm. in this. It looks like said, it. detect the lies. So, oh my gosh, almost everybody me, says detect the lies. That tells me we have a lot of superheroes that listen to our show and not as many villains as we hope. Oh, See, no, there I, you go. That's, I'm the that's villain. Dang it. That's okay. <laughs> you know, I'll use it for good. All right, for the most part. So there you go. There's the first Would You Rather of the year. Okay. You know the what? The bar is set high. Yeah. I'm also kind of upset that you did that because now <laughs> one of my... The, it was a really I do good it, question, The bar right? is set so low, it's basically in hell. So it's like... <laughs> come on, It was JP. a good question. That's all right. You'll you get it. You can be serious. You can be fun. You just do your good. thing. You, you, you're fine. You did great all last year. Okay. 2023 is your year. Now I got a whole week to think of the next one. There you go. Come on now. The mastermind behind Operation Varsity Blues has been sentenced to three and a half years in prison. If that uh, rings a bell, it's because some celebrities were involved after building a case. Operators charged. Aunt Becky? Yeah, Aunt Becky's in there. (laughs) Over 50 people in this scheme, including actresses Felicity Huffman and Aunt Becky Lori Laughlin. Uh, this guy was uh, able to get kids into top colleges by helping them cheat on standardized tests and bribing college coaches and getting these kids into athletic uh, re- as re- athletic recruits, including he had a like, lucrative thing going for a while. Yes, like, he did. Although he did. illegal, <laughs> yeah, like faking what was one of Lori Laughlin's daughters in a crew boat, saying that she was on the crew team. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. It was always beyond me to, to learn those details when you're like. Uh, did you just think like nobody was going to check receipts on that? Right. It was very like easily, <laughs> yeah. easy, easy knowledge to deem true or false. And yeah. it was like, really? And they were okay. able to just kind of wipe it clean. But, he's but he wanted to... that bag. He was like, I don't care. Oh, yeah. And he's going to jail for three and a half years for that bag. So wow. good luck. So Twitter is reversing its ban on political ads, which have been in place since 2019. When asked about the decision, the social media company tweeted, quote, we believe that cause-based advertising can facilitate public conversation around important topics. Twitter's head of trust and safety said in an email that the kinds of ads that would be allowed include ads that educate or raise awareness of issues such as voter registration, climate change, government programs like the census. These changes are now more in line with what Facebook and YouTube allow on their site. So although that ban was in place since 2019, it looks like that will be reversed. Is that interesting that they've had a ban on that? And like uh, radio and TV stations make a crap ton of money off of those things? Yeah. For advertising? Well, and it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting because it's such a that platform is such a cesspool you think that that would be just like a catch-all like anything oh, wild easy, west goes easy money yeah did you see elon speaking to him i told jp this yesterday he tweeted out hey a year ago today you guys made me uh person of the year because he was the person of the he year the previous that. year for time yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny you know, I'll have to t- i have to say this much he definitely is a good troll <laughs> He's a good troll. Super funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. So there you go. There's number two. And finally, uh, the most important news uh, in sports is about Damar Hamlin's status. A report from Bill's camp says he remains in ICU in critical condition. His father most recently said uh, a thank you to everybody who had been there for everything at the hospital and everybody involved. Uh, He also informed that Damar was making progress. And in the words of one source, the team needed him to make progress and he is which is a good thing yeah, signs so of improvement it seems mm-hmm. like so now the conversation has begun again yesterday the nfl finally was having talks about whether to resume week 17's bengals bills game uh during a conference call they they said the league has not made a decision on the status of the game but plans to in the coming days and it had the, both the bills and the Bengals would be consulted this weekend's game is going to mm. go on as scheduled okay anything yep. new from that with uh, anything new with that nick I uh, just waiting to hear. I mean, I the the rumors are they're just gonna cancel it and then just move on. Which there's no like really good 100% fair way to go about this. Um, as far as you know, with the playoffs coming up and with you know seeding and with 
do teams get extra rest as opposed to other teams, that kind of stuff. Because right. the other thing, too, a lot of people, and I kind of didn't understand this, there was a lot of people asking them to play, like, Thursday, so today. Then they wanted them to play on Monday and then play a playoff game <clears throat> the following weekend. That's three basically playoff games in 12 days. That's yeah. insane. That's a Talk lot. Talk about player health and safety. Right. Like, get out of here with that. So, like, it's, you know, I think the league is going to do what they've done the whole time. They've taken their time. They've been behind closed doors talking it through. And then they're going to tell the public when they're ready what it is that they're doing. And they've, you know, you just, they're going to make the best decision I think they possibly can. I just think it's important for them not to make it based on how mad fans may or may not be if they feel like their team didn't get the right Right, right, you know, yeah. get the right side of this thing. So. I think it's because really there's no cool good answer. That it's brought this tragic situation has brought so many people together, fans even of like of uh, opponents, even the Vikings yeah. defenseman li- defensive lineman Harrison Phillips. I don't know if you saw what he did, but he decided to use his charity to help those who are front and center in Hamlin's fight for life. So he actually bought dinner for Hamlin's family the bills training staff with him at the hospital the icu doctors the nurses oh, wow. everybody treating nice. him he's got this harrison's playmakers uh little thing going on so yeah. i think it's cool that people are kind of stepping up and it showed other um it showed like the Bengals fans with the signs outside the hospital and yeah, that, you know where he's from harrison phillips harrison phillips yeah, yeah. didn't you say harrison phillips yeah harrison phillips i'm i'm gonna double check this just to make sure because he was drafted by the bills originally but Harrison Phillips is from Omaha. Is he really? Yeah. Very cool. No way. Nice little connection that's, there. I'm that's like, I'm cool. like 99. Awesome. Yeah, Millard West. He went to Millard West. No way. Millard West kid. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I stumbled into that very beautifully. Nice <laughs> and seven million already for that GoFundMe for Demar uh, for his toy. Yeah. Drive. Which that's is just crazy. crazy. Cool. All right, there you go. That's what's trending today. Wake up in the morning. The Kicks Morning Show with JP Corio and Husker Nick. Lust or something else? Find out next on Kicks 96.9. It's date em or dump em with J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick. Chris would like another date with his Tinder hookup dates. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Uh, it's great to be on the show. I listen all the time. Wait, we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. So uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about uh, your date with Sarah, and we'll see if we can figure out what the issue is and maybe get you another one. Cool. All right. So, like you said, we met through Tinder, and you know she's super hot. Looks like her photos, which is great. So um, <laughs> I decided on this first date. Bonus. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go all out. You know, so I need to pull out all the stops to get her to go out with me because looks like she might be a little bit more high maintenance. You know, I imagine she gets a lot of swipes on Tinder. Okay. So I took her to 801 Chop House. Mm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> That's a fancy steakhouse for sure. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of my favorites anyway. Um, and I know that she would be thrilled. So I, I pick her up. I have a Tesla, you know, so. Wow. Nice car. I know that matters. And I wined <laughs> and dined this woman. Okay. And when I say wine and dine, I mean, I really mean it. Nothing on the menu was off limits. We had like a. $200 bottle of wine and I could tell that she's, she's enjoying this. I mean, she's definitely impressed. Um, so I came in, I had my confidence. I, I was charming. I was funny. I was intelligent. You know, she was into it. I told her stories about my life. She was laughing and I totally thought that I crushed it, you know? <laughs> so, um, wow. Okay. It went fine. Right? Yeah. So how did the date end? I drove her home. And um, I was a gentleman, you know, so I told her I'd love to come in, but I didn't want to force it. And um, I don't know, I, I felt like she wanted me to come in to keep this night going, but I said, you know, maybe we'll save it for next time. Right? Okay. So mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling that's probably where the hiccup is. So I texted her the next morning afterward, and she's not answering. And that just doesn't happen, you know, because we were flying back texts and uh, messages through Tinder. Mm-hmm. So. I just want something, you know, like to, to figure out why, you know, she's not responding. If it's like, it's not me, it's you, lie. I mean, just get it out, get Maybe over with. You know, contrary, contrary to popular belief, uh, she thinks Teslas are stupid. Oh, you think that I might know, be? That, that could be you know, it. And if you, that's the case, then I can weed them out anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm worried about, you guys? Like, I'm worried after you left. So you made the mistake of not going into the house. 
And after you left, she was like, all right, well, I'm bored. I'm going to watch some TV. And she turned on the Tinder swindler. And then she was like, wait a minute. I was on a Tinder date with a guy with a Tesla. And he he definitely offered me high-priced meat on the first date and a 200 bottle of wine. He did tell me enemies were out to get him. Ooh, he's going to swindle me. I I have real photos of me and my dad together. You can see who he is. They're not photoshopped. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Wow. I'm just, I mean, that could have happened. She would have been like, Nick, that's a solid yeah. guess. Shit, this guy might be swindling yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I'd be a little bit more international, though, you know. <laughs> Touche. That's funny. All right. Well, then what we will do is we will give Sarah a call, see if we can get her on the phone, Chris. Uh, maybe it's something just small. Maybe it's that she did mistake you for the Tinder swindler and mm. you're not that and we can back you up on yeah, that. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll give her our word. Either you're way not that guy. Well way, we should <laughs> probably figure out if he truly isn't before we say everything's okay. We don't know this guy. Oh that's, well, true. that's true. No offense, dude, but you When was the last time that we did our homework on anything? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. All right. Well Chris we'll call Sarah, see if we can get you another date. If not, you'll at least know why she says no thanks. Okay, cool. What's next with the J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick Show? This is where you get to play along. What do you think went wrong between Chris and Sarah? Is it the Tesla? Is it him being the, was it the Tindler? Tinder. Tinder swindler? Tinder swindler. Tindler. (laughs) Tindler swindler. Uh, it could be can, a lot of things. Yeah, you can make your guess. Facebook or Twitter, KXN69. Gift form is the best form, of course. To be a part of Data Bird Country mornings are the best. In the morning when you open your eyes. You're waking up with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Every morning. On Lincoln's Kicks 96.9. Now the conclusion, eat them or dump them. With JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick on Kicks 96.9. So if you're just joining us, it's Chris who got a hold of us. Met Sarah on Tinder. They had an awesome date. He pulled out all the stops because she's super hot and thought that maybe she expected a little bit more in her dates. Uh, so he took her to 801 Chop House. He picked her up in his Tesla, wined and dined the woman. Uh, nothing on the menu was off limits, including a $200 bottle of wine. Uh, he drove her home, was a gentleman, said, hey, I'd love to come in, but maybe we'll save that for the second day. And then uh, next morning, he texted her, hey, thanks for a good time. Would you like to do it again? Nothing. She's not answering. Uh, Mandy says I, he sounds like an absolute f boy. Y- y- you know what? Yeah, <laughs> she's not wrong. I'm. I am he pulled getting, out all the stops. I'm how getting that he, vibe. How is he an f boy if he pulled out all the stops on a date? Oh, it sounds like he's kind of doing the most or almost show offy. Oh, that's what she's going. I think on. maybe that's okay. maybe more along the lines of what she's saying. But right. who knows? Well, let's talk to Sarah. Hello. Hi, is this Sarah? Uh. Yes. Who is this? Good morning. Sarah, hi. Yeah, that's that's Coriel. I'm hi. JP with the Kicks Morning Show. JP Coriel, Husker Nick. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how's it going? Sure are. <laughs> Oh my god! Am I, am I on the radio? Yes, you are. It's uh, so giggly. We this are is funny. We are calling on behalf of a guy you went on a date with, uh, and he was wondering why you are dodging his text message and phone calls after what hmm. sounded like a really, really great date with Chris. Wait, is this is this datum or dumpling? Yes, it is. Yes, you, betcha. <laughs> you know. She's so happy. Very excited. I'm, Oh my God! Yes, yeah, so um, give us the tea. Is it the Tesla you're not feeling? Do you think he's a t- the Tinder swindler? Did he oh pass gas? Did you? Did he rip a, a huge fart and it was disgusting? Like, tell wow. us the details. Um, first of all, <laughs> trying to cover all the bases. Chris, oh my God! I can't even believe that he called. Um, God, there's so much to say about Chris. Um, <laughs> okay, we got time. Yeah, dive right in. This guy, this guy is so oblivious to how obsessed with himself he is like i am positive he has absolutely no problem getting all the pretty girls to like him okay Okay. he's really attractive i'm sure he told you that he obviously has a whole lot of money i'm sure he told you that yeah you can kind of pick up on that you can elude uh a few of those things for sure I mean, look, those things don't hurt, but, like, the arrogance on this guy, it's just, 
Yeah, it's just so hard to get past. Like, like we barely got going with the date, and it's just oozing out of him. He's bragging about his Tesla, which yeah. I had to look up what that was. <laughs> what? Then, you didn't know what like, a Tesla was? I, I mean, I'd heard of it before, but he was just talking about it, and like, that's not something oh, that like comes you've up never in seen conversation one that, okay. with me every day. Right? So right. No, that that's up. fine. And then, I mean, it was a really, the restaurant, obviously, it's really nice. Yeah, Um, Yeah, we heard. Oh, yeah, okay, great, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it was delicious, and who doesn't want an amazing dinner? Um, But, so what happened was we get there, and he doesn't like the table that he put us at. And he looked at the hostess and was like, "Um, you must know who I am, right? I'm I'm so-and-so's son. No. Yeah. I'm sure his dad is someone that we all know. Cool. But I'm also (laughs) sure that his daddy probably bought him that car. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, that's that's pretty Delta Bravo. You don't know who I am. Maybe you know who my dad is. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you got to pull strings, you got to pull strings. But you do that to reserve the table behind closed doors. You can't just say that. I mean, if you're going to be a Delta Bravo like that, do it on the phone, reserving yeah, the table. You lot. can't say that yeah. in person. Right. Yeah, like in front of people. Yeah. And this is a hostess. She doesn't know who he is. Like She's barely like, making minimum wage. She's like, sir, I don't yeah. give a flying who you are. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, honestly, it was just so embarrassing. And, like, Oof. I thought the table was fine. And he didn't have to be a dick about it. And just, like... This straight up entitlement Ooh. and the attitude—it was just yeah. I can't. Dang no. it! It's embarrassing. So he treated you great and everything. It's just kind of like how he treated everybody else and how he everybody. carried himself. That was the. Do people not know that the way that you treat servers at restaurants is like that's really who you are? Ooh, like man. that's yeah. up character, mm. like a, a trait of your character. Like, just did nobody did. The rich school not teach him that? Come on. Since you know that this is Dana or Dumping, you know that Chris has been sitting on hold with us. Chris? Uh, or did okay. you forget? Uh, <laughs> I'm just in shock because I'm not going to sit here any longer and just let you shit on me, Sarah, especially since you were practically begging me to come home with you. <laughs> so if that's what this Are is about and expecting something else... Oh, oh I was begging you. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Chris. I wanted you. What? So what's that bad. I hear? Uh, are you taking your <laughs> earrings out right now? <laughs> Cracking knuckles? Oh boy! This is this is ridiculous. Oh my god! You know, it actually, Sarah, I do feel bad for you. I mean, clearly, you weren't comfortable in that kind of environment. You think of me going out of the way all night to impress you is arrogance? Then you're definitely out of your element. <sighs> Can everybody hear this now? Like, this is all my fault. Can, we, say, just... can we all agree that now this is my fault? <laughs> Clearly, you <laughs> and your Tesla are absolutely perfect. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm a little grateful, I would say. Um, yeah. yeah oh, say man. Holy cow. Okay. Thank you for proving my point, Chris. Awesome. I'm not proving your point. You're ungrateful. You wanted me to come home, and now you're mad about it. And now you're making up all this and it just doesn't make any sense. You had a great time. How am I? I'm ungrateful for you being a dick to the hostess and to the I, server? I'm a dick to the hostess. It's called being assertive. It's something we have to do in my business. Okay. Uh, like if you want, like, a business. wimpy, like, beta what male, then sure, go ahead. It's not me. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I think you we've know. gotten to the, the root of this. Uh, and there will be no second yeah, date. Sarah, you're not interested in going on another date with Chris? <laughs> Absolutely. Safe to assume. Okay. Oh, all right. Chris, all right. You're, you don't want to go on another date with Sarah, correct? No, no, no. Her loss. All right. Well, hey. <laughs> okay. We'll just uh, call it a wrap here then and say, Chris, thank you for listening to the show and getting a hold of us. And yes, we would love you. to help you in the future with your other date endeavors. Uh, and you probably will be calling us. Sarah, thank you for letting us know what the issue was, and we wish you luck in dating as well. <laughs> Thanks. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Turn it up. Wake up. Wake up. Kicks 96.9. Celebrating the new year this past weekend. We be celebrating. Uh... Coriel 
I don't even. <laughs> Ow. Don't do that. That makes your nose hurt. You just a snort little, laugh. A little bit, yeah. It's a little sore still. Coriel had all of a sudden, I, I happened to see something that Nick had tweeted out about um, asking about a friend's injury. Well, Coriel FaceTimed me and she was covering her face with her hand. And she was like dying laughing. And then she had a story to share that we had to wait all the way till today to even be yeah. able to share with people. We've had to wait. <laughs> even though she TikToked it and now she's put it on Instagram as well. Um, this is just yeah. a little bit of the reveal of what happened to Coriel's face. So you probably think you have the best New Year's Eve, and you're right, you did. But my boyfriend and I rang it in in a very unique way. Long story short, a cacophony of error and comedy. Um, my face was slammed into the headboard, so there was, you know, thin alcohol blood everywhere on our bodies, our new bedding, everything. Um, so I think I broke my nose. <laughs> um, likely broke my nose, so. Happy New Year. <laughs> I mean, it is definitely crooked. Yeah. So You're going to have to go in and get that reset. Let me just say really quickly, okay? Because okay. my boyfriend was mortified about me sharing this story, and I'm like, uh, uh, respectfully, um, hey. this is way too funny to not like share. Right. And Jack yeah, so, don't be mortified, man. That's like, hey, and, look at you. And it... Actually, is more or less. I mean, it, it was a communal effort, okay, but on both of our parts, we it was New Year's Eve, right? The drinks are worth flowing. So when I tell you I had the structural stability of a baby bird, I mean it. I just there's no balance there. Yet somehow you each had the strength of fifteen men. Yep. To then yeah. break your nose. And on I was not board. braced for impact, and it just was. It was one of those. It was. It was like oh, a Lord. one full motion thing that happened, and then. I went forward and it was just a thing. So, so it's really hard to hear that phrase when you're talking about what we're talking about. <laughs> right? Not being braced for impact. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, what are we doing here? I hugged. oh my god! Oh I my immediately god. it was almost uh, it was like one of those things where okay, so you know when like a when a kid falls down and you don't want to like draw attention to it, so you act like everything's fine. Right. It was like there was a moment of that for like a very split second. That I can remember, and and then it was, oh my god, what is happening? And then it was just all out panic from there. Um, I'm hoping, honestly, maybe it's just fractured, or something. It but looks I think it's bad. broken. <laughs> I think it's broken. <laughs> I will say, I will say, oh, your god. eyes are not black, so you might have got out of this okay. They're you just, might just have like a. They you look, might. They look worse. Oh, I mean, your nose looks are. crooked, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. They no, look it's, worse it's than definitely yeah. tell, especially in this lighting. But um, I mean, it's it, down the bridge of my nose into underneath my eyes. It's all uh, green, and there was a little. There's a little bit of darkness there for a little bit. So I don't think it's like. I mean, an MMA fighter took like a an Achilles heel to my nose, obviously. Right. But um, <laughs> man, it is. What not, did Jackson say to you in the aftermath? First of all, he sat the farthest away from he from me he possibly could on the other couch. Like I yeah, laid, you're bleeding everywhere. I Ugh. laid up on the on the little kickout part of our our couch on the other side. I went to bed, and he I think he was just like, "What is happening?" He was mortified. Yeah, but I, I do feel for him because he's. I mean, he feels bad because he had like a part in this. But I'm like, yeah, oh my either. gosh, that's not like either you one didn't, of us planned You on didn't it. like say something creepy like look at him and go, this isn't the worst thing that's ever happened to me in this scenario. <laughs> you didn't do anything like Can that, you did you? imagine? No, I just think he knows. <laughs> okay. He just... <laughs> He's like, you are oddly calm about those. <laughs> um, so... It's, what's the... Is that the stupidest way you've ever been injured? Or I is mean, there a dumber now, way? Yeah, you've been... This now this is probably one of the dumbest things. Although, I mean... tore a rotator cuff swing dancing. Yeah. One yeah. This, this jumps in front of that, doesn't it? I think it does. Because it involves I mean, the wrestling. Break, who has a fractured nasal bone horizontally celebrating? Right. That's insane, actually. So... So... God. I think the conversation... Did you use your safe word, at least? <laughs> I couldn't remember it. I just kept saying porcupine, and he's like, What? Oh, okay. Where does so, the porcupine come into oh this? To, Lord. to make Coriel feel a little bit better, and also so you guys can tell your stories, yes. we're, we're going to ask this. Yes. Coming up next.
with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. 466-9696. Or on Facebook and Twitter, KX969. The dumbest way you've gotten injured. Yes, dumbest way you've gotten injured. Please make me feel a little bit better. Bonus points if it was during wrestling matches. But yeah. if, you, if you need to stay anonymous, you can direct message us, Facebook and Twitter, KX969. Yep. The horizontal mumbo. Or feel free, 466-9696. The dumbest way you've got gotten injured currently we are taking your calls on injuries including the dumbest injuries that you've experienced this based on Coriel's <laughs> wrestling injury that happened on New Year's Eve where she probably broke her more nose. than likely broke my nose uh, and we wanted to hear from you. You can let us know on Facebook or Twitter, <laughs> KX969. The dumbest ways oh my God. that you've injured yourself or maybe it was a friend who did it. Uh, we'll start with you. Good morning. It's actually not mine, but a friend of mine broke his wrist while wrestling. Oh, oh no. Wrist? <laughs> Did he fall out of the we bed? Didn't, we didn't ask details. We really don't want to know. But we saw him one day, and he was in a cast, and just said, what "Yeah, to you, it man." Was in the room, and that was it. Wow. <laughs> okay. So don't feel too bad. Oh, thank you. That makes me feel a lot better. That a wrist. Yeah, that's painful. God, that is like that is force. Yeah, that's not, that's not like good a lot of. <laughs> Mackenzie on Twitter says, dumbest way I've been injured. Glad you asked. My husband threw a tennis ball to me and broke my pinky. I oh. ha- had to have a mold cast for it. Her, for her pinky? pinky injury you from know a what? tennis Honestly, ball. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Finger injuries, they might not be the worst, obviously, but they are They're the most good. annoying yeah. and, the mo- and very pa- painful. You can let us know yours on Facebook and Twitter, KX969. If you need to stay anonymous because it involved wrestling or anything like that, you don't want to be too embarrassed, you can direct message us. We've got more calls coming up, 466-9696 as well. To join us in the dumbest ways you've gotten injured, it's KX. Your dumbest injury. Coriel's so far to date has torn a rotator cuff, swing dancing, and now jumping ahead in the lead is breaking her nose in a wrestling <laughs> match on New Year's. Yeah. Yep. Very no specific, holds barred, apparently. Very specific piece of Street furniture. Match. And we want to know from you on Facebook and Twitter as well, KX969. Ladders, chairs, and tables she was doing. I'm like throwing elbows, and he's like, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> So, like, what did you say we had one? So we had a message on Twitter, KZKX969. My most embarrassing injury was when I was fishing. I had a snag on a branch and was pulling on the lure from the boat I was in. The lure came loose, flew right back at my face, and hooked myself right on my eyebrow. (laughs) Thank God I was wearing sunglasses or who knows how bad it could have been. Realized that day that eyebrow piercings are not my thing. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard horror stories of that. I had my my son. Um, one of the first times I took him fishing, he he went back and he got the hook on my. It went through my finger, my yeah, middle finger. Yeah, I remember. And that. I was like, Carter, wait! And he looked at me and he tried to do because I taught him whenever it was stuck, you would want to just yank back and it'll pull it out of the whatever. Hopefully, yeah, rockets caught on. But he did that to Drug my action. finger instead, and oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, not fun, not no, fun no. at all. My grandpa got it one um, in his hand too, but it went like up under his nail bed. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah that would I hurt. was there in person for that, and I was like, <gasps> that's scary. You will get your phone calls coming up, uh, and Facebook and Twitter as well. More of the stupid injuries coming up. Wake up with JP Coriel and Husker Nick. Listening to good radio in the morning sets the tone. I listen every morning. Kicks ninety. Your dumb injuries stemming off of Coriel breaking her nose during sexy time. (laughs) Horizontal celebration. It was New Year's Eve. Horizontal celebration. Oh, my God. Can I just add something to this? Yeah, please do. Okay. And and I'm a very descriptive person, so it's hard for me not to, like, really paint a huge picture. Right. But I am going to say. I'm so glad you're not. I did. (laughs) I did drink quite a bit actually this is probably one of the drunkest nights i've been all year long i'm not gonna lie oh my. so you know what happens with alcohol and blood it thins it mm. yeah oh, so yeah, when sure. i tell you it, it, like a sprinkler? it looked <laughs> insane i mean like it was like a scene? rob zombie like a film kill bill movie. nice it just i honestly am like how did that come out of me i don't get it 
Wait a minute. Write that down, 812. Uh, no, dude, we've already had like five quotes. <laughs> which is good because we haven't had a whole lot this week. So I'm this like, Coriel really found a, you found an interesting way to celebrate the ball dropping, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, there you <laughs> Your dumb injury. Good morning. Uh, it's been about 15 years, but me and my older brother were playing floor hockey in our bedroom, and he smacked me across the face <laughs> with a hockey stick. Oh. Wow. In the, my face opened from my forehead all the way down to my nose. Oh. That's a nasty. Injury. He's like pointing, high sticking. Yeah, dude, that's uh, we um my uh my best friend in the world. I've you know rival dad. He's better than me at everything, right? He's my best yeah. friend. He uh he <laughs> dumbest injury ever. So he hurt himself in softball, rolled his ankle like his left ankle. So he was out for like a month because it was a high ankle sprain. Yeah. He made a video, you guys, of himself in a gym doing like running forward, running backwards, left to right to show us that he was okay to play. And as he ran did to he the ro- right, did he, roll his right? he rolled his other oh, ankle oh, under the wall. Oh, <laughs> and, then, and then he was dumb enough to send it to me. So then I still have it. I pl- I send it to to you the team all the time. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, yeah, he sent it to me, and he's like, Nick, you wouldn't believe what happened. I don't know if I could play. So instead of having sympathy for him, I sent it to the entire team. That's a true friend. And I was friend. like, you guys, look at look yeah, at this idiot. That's what a friend would do. Yeah. That that's is a what a friend, friend would do. That's why I try- he was mad at me, and I was trying to tell him, it's because I love you, and yeah. I'm your true friend. A true friend like, will do that. A fake friend would have just kept that right. to themselves. For sure. A one, day one. I kicks it wasn't you. It was your mom. When I was a kid, oh, uh, <clears throat> My mom, my aunts, and my rest of my family were all playing shadow tag at a park. And oh my God. so my mom went running up a, a kitty slide to oh. get into the canopy area. So she was in a shadow, so she was like safe. Yeah. And all of a sudden she realized there is this lo- loud gonging sound and she oh. was no longer moving forward. Oh. She caught the crossbar oh. right between the eyes. Oh, oh, oh no. no. That'll do it. Did you knock her right no, out? Oh, I can feel that like my brain <laughs> scrambling. Did it knock yep. her right out? <laughs> no, she was still conscious. She Whoa. was awake and everything. She was just like... Oh, that hurts. <laughs> Why am I not moving? You what should be afraid of her. If she was bounced and back, it's like, really bong. <laughs> <laughs> that does the bong sound alone. Oh, my goodness. I can hear it. There's a bunch more. I can just Facebook visualize, um, you know, like the cartoon, the t- the birds, like, circling your circling head. Around. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the vultures. Oh, stuff. no, yeah. <laughs> like, the, uh, JP, I got, one, I got one for you, and I think okay. it's super relatable. Um, maybe even Coriel, she's only 30 though. Um, I got a text coming in from a buddy of mine who's 43 and he said, dumbest way I've ever been injured now that I'm in my forties sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. No. Picking up a piece <laughs> yeah. of paper in the kitchen and throwing my, in- my back out. <laughs> my, are you kidding me? I'm, I have, I have officially reached the age where sleep is dangerous for me to pull my back <laughs> yeah. muscles. Yep. All right. Well, you can share oh your goodness. dumbest injuries and see Coriel's face uh, and what's happened to it since uh, the the incident on Facebook and the Twitter. Incident. The incident. Another day. Wake up. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick on Kix 96.9. A few things you should know. <gasps> Lay it on me. First of all, uh, this is the best day to put away your Christmas decorations. I did that yesterday, so I was oh, pretty close. Okay, it's either either today or tomorrow. Yeah. According to the Christian tradition, you should take down Christmas trees and decorations on the twelfth night to avoid bad luck. Uh not the twelfth yeah. night of the year, the twelfth night of Christmas, which is today. I, for- I forgot that <laughs> that was a thing. Huh. So that makes sense why some people would choose a specific day. Yeah. So the 12th night of Christmas beliefs. is today uh, out of all the 12 days of Christmas or whatever. So mm. today is a good day to get your tree down. We took the tree away. down. Well, by we, well, I mean, yeah, my, I was out of the yeah. house for most of the day, came home, and my boyfriend had taken it down the day, mm-hmm. like the immediately the day that we yeah. got back from Christmas. He was done dealing. He didn't want to be a part he of it. He would have done it the day after if we were back the day after. Okay. Uh, there's no cure for the common cold. There's no cure for coronavirus, but there might be a cure for the flu. Well, that doesn't sound like that makes sense, I'll be honest. Okay. So this cure for the flu involves pressing a potato against your foot. 
Is this going to be like the whole like lemon in your armpit thing? <laughs> Probably. Uh, it's a TikTok where a woman shares her flu remedy. You take a potato. Air quotes. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Cut the potato in half and then slice off two pieces. You press the potato slices against the bottom of your feet. Put socks over them to keep what? them in place. And then remove in the morning. So you're doing this an overnight thing. Uh, there apparently will be an indentation on your feet, which she says is normal, and the potato slices will be disgustingly dark color because the toxins are being removed. Uh, that just sounds like an at yeah. That just sounds like an at home yeah uh, mm-hmm. foot detox. She says you'll feel much better. She insists it. What now? Potatoes cannot cure the flu. That's what this TikToker says. No, no, there's just no way. Her her handle is food over RX. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of the, like, so, like onions in your sock, too. I've heard that, too. Onions in your sock, yeah. I don't know if that's about mm-hmm. the flu. I've just heard people have done it. Maybe they just like how it feels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just like how it feels. I mean, I'd be interested to see if that actually works as far as, like, detoxing. Obviously not curing the flu, but like, I wonder if a if a raw potato could like it possibly could absorb some of the ickiness. Maybe I remember I got a foot detox for the very first time when my friend had moved jobs locations and they were doing that where you put your feet in like the little foot bath thing and they put some certain I don't know they put stuff in it yeah and the colors that come out signify like areas of like interest <laughs> in your body that were like harmed or like full of toxins right. And she actually, this was in my, the middle of my eating and drinking like a frat boy phase. Okay. This was like 2015, <laughs> right after college. And I, I kid you not, she goes, I've never seen the water this dark and disgusting. Wow. She's like, look at all these colors. <laughs> I knew this was going to be funny and yours was going to be like probably pretty bad. But she's like, Coriel, this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you are disgusting. She was like, Take this detox tea or like replenish some of the stuff that they like take out of you, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's like, please drink this. I'm going to give you another one for the house. And like, please go pick up these vitamins from like Walmart or something. Wow. Did and you I, do it? Yeah. I did feel better. Hey, see? But, but uh, yeah, I, it's oh insane. I, I don't know. I don't get it because I don't understand that. I think it's false. You're toxic. <laughs> You're, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Ollie's been toxic. <laughs> Kicks mornings with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. That puts us in a great mood. Yeah, brightens up your day. Country mornings are the best. On Lincoln's Kicks. Country in the morning. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick on Kicks 96. Hey, thanks for hanging out today. If you missed any of the show, it'll be up our podcast at KZKX.com, including the conversation about Coriel's uh, unfortunate New Year's Eve injury to her nose, which you're going to get checked out, right? Honestly, I think I'm going to. You, I, I don't want to eat the cost of like an x-ray. I, I get it. I get it. But That makes me want to vomit. Although I do remember, I think, maybe I'm remembering wrong, you've always wanted a nose job. You know... Okay, yes. Like this And that's funny that you say that be the because to go there. My friend has said submit it to insurance question mark. Right? Maybe. Maybe. Might omit some of the specific details <laughs> which involves a headboard. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't laugh like that. Yeah, it hurts your nose. Stop. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I mean that's that's Look okay. at you. You're a, you're a money-making I'm just man. Saying, just saying there's opportunities for The entrepreneur for you. in you, I like it. Uh, if you're a Somebody who does rhinoplasty or is looking to uh, get a famous person on your Please table. Please hit me up. Hit Coriel up. She's got a jacked up nose. Uh, and you can share your dumb ways you got injured on our Facebook oh, or Twitter. Man. There's a whole bunch of them on there now. And you can see the photos of Coriel. My personal favorite so far is the woman who whose husband threw her over his shoulder lumberjack style for some um, uh, some horizontal celebrations. Yeah. Um, and she was laughing so hard about it that oh she God. busted a rib. That's hilarious. She, he, ow. Down the rib. <laughs> Poor girl. All right. And then hey, our big thing today is our onesie crawl is coming up here actually a month from now. A month from yesterday. Yes. I cannot wait. It is a winter onesie land on Saturday, February 4th, an afternoon of fun 
bar hopping with us in your favorite onesie. Yes, yeah, so you are warm in your onesie so that local children can be warm during the winter months with brand new coats. Exactly. Because a portion of the uh, proceeds proceeds benefits operation warm we team up with lincoln firefighters every year Mm -hmm. to kind of uphold that tradition multiple schools are adopted every year where we give them the coats and stuff and it's awesome um and then big thanks again to longwell's gay 25 mckinney's jj hooligans they're the bars on the route and z trip too for getting rides z trip yes yep lincoln firefighters uh really help solidify that deal so that's awesome all right, so be a part of Operation Warm and our onesie crawl on our website, kzkx.com. It's no walk-ups. Yeah, yeah, you got to do this ahead of time. Yeah, walk up and buy a ticket. You have and to get your lanyard, that lanyard's going to be where you get your drink special. It is gold is gold. You got to get your tickets in for that. Onesie crawl coming up. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. Out of context contest and more. Have one. I want to wake up. Wake up, y'all. Wake up with J.P., Corey Allen, Husker Nick. Kicks 96.9.